and great doctors said to him, you know, if Greg doesn't want to do chemo, if he doesn't want to come back to the doctor anymore, he wants to just try to, you know, get better on his own. I would say that Greg has about a year left to live. And I thought, now what Greg did she see? Because this in a year, that doesn't look like that. Greg really looks bad right now. He looks really weak. And he's got really small. I don't see this being a year. Now, the, the lawsuit, where is it at now? Um, we still have some legal things. Uh, do you regret filing it? I have to say, I, I honestly don't. Yeah. Did you feel like filing it was you speaking up for yourself? Um, you know, it's almost like a child being abused and I'm just over here asking for help over and over and over. everybody's acting like they don't hear me. Mm. And I'm asking, I'm asking, I'm asking for help and nobody hears me. I don't know why. I feel like my hands were tied. I did nothing. I, there was nothing I could do. I've asked so many times for help or for meetings or to sit down and talk and try to work through whatever issues. There, there's things happening that you are not privy to that are happening um, behind the scenes and I wanted help and uh, I just couldn't get it. The judge ordered it or what that I was a mutual on both sides yeah. to drop and we worked that out through our attorneys. Right. Um, they have not talked to me at all, just being honest with mm -hmm. you. They have not talked to me at all. I have made many attempts to try to, you know, see can we talk and maybe work through certain issues, but um, it has been crickets. Is that the reason why? You sold the house and think about some of the lounge that called you well, husband and your son. I couldn't live in the house at all. My house was empty. Nobody was there with me. And I could sit on social media and be Oh, I could when not be in that house. So one night I slept in the house. I was up all night long. I called my son and said, you have to come home. And he, he's like, why? I'm like, because I don't want to be in the house by myself. And I just knew then every time I would open that door, I could see Greg like standing there. He would always say when I opened the door, he would say, Nene, is that you? Or he would stand in the hallway. And so every time I opened that door, I always visualized him standing there in the hallway. I just couldn't stay there. Anyway, um, so Lanithia Nene Lee's Larry Reed has done it again. Okay. okay. This man has done it again. He did an interview. Uh, yesterday he announced that he was doing an interview with Nene Lee saying he kind of eased it in there while he was talking to Carson Pearson, Bishop Carlton Carlton or Carlton Pearson Carlton. yesterday um, and he ended up easing it in there he was, in the beginning of the show he was telling us y'all better get ready it's going to be a surprise I might break the internet we're like who? <laughs> nobody knew who he was going to eventually say and that was Mimi Leaks I was just gagging it actually didn't process it was like it didn't dawn on me what he actually said until later. I'm like, wait, what? Mimi is going to be in the studio? How in the fuck did Larry manage to make Mimi. this happen? Yes. Okay. Larry, if you're watching this right now, this is what I'm he asking. He paid that motherfucking booking fee. Or if Nancy or anybody watching this on Larry team, take this to Larry. The next person that he has to interview. Yeah, the next person that he needs to interview. I oh. had it on the tip of my tongue but I totally do not although she has her own platform I would really um, because she does love God she talks about God a lot on her on her um, YouTube channel her podcast I want to see Monique Samuels on Larry I want to see what she has to say oh yeah Monique Samuels would be good but one of the things that I want to talk about is Nene selling her house. So me and Jay was talking about this before, and we was like, you know what? Nene sold that house because... Oh, I'm sorry. You know who else would be good? 
Because she like God and she love mess too. Julie Chen. Let's get her interview. Oh, that'll be a good interview. But I don't know. She needs. Is she gonna get candid and get juicy with Larry about <laughs> everything and about what um, she know behind the scenes? Right. BTS. He needs to. He needs to do Mariah Huck as well. Oh yes. Oh yes. We need the black cheeks going to the. He should interview Mariah Huck. And he should also um, interview um, Brittany Griner's wife. Oh yeah. You should hop on those type of all those, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to. You need a message in that because actually, not a lot of people are giving her and some of these other people a platform to speak. So if they're given a platform to speak, then maybe they will, you know, be more vocal about stuff. Right. I do need to message him that. Um, but it was somebody else that I was thinking about. Um, Nene's dream, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Okay, since I'm right here already on this, let me go ahead and... What she's saying? I don't know what she's saying. Since I'm already right here on this, let me say this. This is Nene's dream, Real Housewives of Atlanta cast. Okay, everybody? Can you see that? Can you see that? Press press the... Candy, Nene, Kenya, Phaedra, Portia, Marla. Now that was that was a sex tuplet for your ass. I know y'all. What did you call that? I got indigestion. Indigestion. Gas, something. When you got nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea, nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Here's Pepto Bismol. Ah, nausea. Um, but yeah, that's Nene's dream cast. Something else she said was she be looking at the cast and she be like. What is this? What is Bravo thinking? And hearing her say that is just like she is like an executive producer that they missed out on, like that they need. She's like somebody that they truly need because for her to, um, you know, give that type of criticism, it just felt right. It felt like um, they're not listening to the owner. It's like it's, it's it's like a Mariah Huck thing. It's like Mariah on on social media saying, "I've been cast away from my own show." It feels the same way with Nene when she's giving an opinion the way she's giving. Um, like you know, saying when she's looking at the new girl, she's like, well, "Where did they find this girl from?" Right. Personally, think about. I think that's one of the questions. Personally, think about the last few seasons of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, I haven't watched the season since I left. I only see the clips that come down social media. You know how they get those little little clips, and I've clicked on some of those and watched them. Um, I'm probably like some of the viewers. Um, where they get that girl from? Where they get that girl? I mean, like, how? I mean, like. What are they doing to the show? Like they should, they should have some. Some there's so many fabulous black girls that are fun, and I feel like you know the Housewives of Atlanta should have fabulous black girls. That that is the truth. I said, damn. The first person Jay said is she talking about Sanya. Jay hates Sanya. Okay, he's a hater. I can't stand that bitch. I am a hater. I'm a hater. She that bitch. she that bitch. She that bitch that ran around the track a few times and got a couple gold just, coins because of it. But that's cute. I don't cute. care for her that much. That's real but cute. But I'm just not concerned about her life that often. Make, and neither was um, the other people. Whoever uh, housed her reality show before apparently let her go. Sanya may grow on me because she loves Marlo. And I love that she loves Marlo. And um, she loves Kenya in a way, seems like. And, and she going to hate him tomorrow and then love him again the next day. Take it in the kitchen and put it on the counter. Um, Take it in the kitchen put it on the counter. But um, Nene did address the uh, Kenya Moore. Um, like I said, I don't know if I said this earlier. Nene did address the Kenya Moore uh, shit. She straight up and down said, listen, it, here's what it is. 
she wants to do this shit for TV. She wants to do it for TV. Um, she doesn't mean her uh, her wanting me on the show. It's just for entertainment purposes. Her answering the question like that. Did you hear what Kenya said at BravoCon? I did. You did. What you think about that? Um, <clears throat> Kenya has shown me love a couple times and. Um, in the press um i also think that wait a minute in the press but not on your cell phone no not on my cell phone oh, okay. but in the press i feel like uh kenya is smart and i think she knows what's good for the show so i also i think that she's speaking from that place yeah. uh what's good for the show and what she thinks the show needs she's a producer yeah and um I mean, everybody knows the, what I did for the show, so yes, you know. I'm, you right know I'm not saying that no one else didn't do anything. Right. But I definitely did. Uh, I definitely built. You absolutely. <laughs> If only I can get on here and do a reality show about me and my mama life. If only Jay would let me do a podcast discussing the issues that my mother and I have and the way that I am, the way that my mama is. If only my mom would allow me to record her and put her on the show and put our business Who out the there. Who the hell you sound like? Putting his damn daughter and his, and his baby mama whooping each other ass on his damn, on his, on his YouTube. Right. I would like my mama to do confessionals about the situation, like when me and her get into it and stuff. I would like her to do a confessional about the situation and everything. But... Not. And you know what? I cringe every time Larry play her, his daughter, and those two fighting each other in my spirit. SJ, I can never watch it. I can never watch it. It's something in me that just stirs. Like something in me don't feel right watching it. Like I'm turning to into it. the Dragon Bitch territory. I'm said. talking about she like said. what they I'm are fighting. Like they're not eat, like that's not her mom. <laughs> And I know that a lot of mothers and daughters, that, that happens with a lot of mamas and daughters. I know that that has happened a lot with black mothers and white mothers. That has happened, depending on how close in age you and your mother is. Because uh, you got or some the situation, people, because a lot of white know, mamas will fight their daughter when they on drugs or they in the well, street hell, and stuff like that. And they Shane, listen, I wasn't going to say her name. Shane adds, she wouldn't dare fight her mama. And her mama will drag her. And Shane wouldn't dare get up and try to throw the bowls with their feet. Okay? Let me tell y'all, if y'all see Delphine, <laughs> her titties is to her thighs, uh -uh. and she is about six. How tall is Delphine? She like, her shoulders is way past our shoulder. Delphine is about as tall as the door frame, right? <coughs> Ain't she real tall? How tall is Delphine? Uh, how tall is she? The length of a queen size mattress, because I'm dead to the damn bed. <laughs> no, seriously, she is tall. Miss Delphine is tall. Miss Delphine is like a second mother, a third mother to me. She really is, y'all. I'm not trying to be shady, but Miss Delphine um, is very tall. And Shane wouldn't think twice, wouldn't think once <laughs> about bucking up at her mama, because her mama just do one of these whoosh, and it's air conditioner in the house. It's cold. She'll be knocked She got wind with her arm. I'm talking about. She, <laughs> she, she would knock that. She just swallowed ass like a flop. <laughs> Seriously, she would. And Shane is small. Shane is short. She's not like her mom and dad. She is so, not short, but, but she, she's she shorter than short. her mama. But she, she by but, our height. I'm just saying, there's some, you know, girls 
and mothers who fist fight and have fist fall. So it's not, it's probably not foreign to a lot of girls out there. There are probably some girls out there who has bucked up at their mama shit like that. Um, but anyway. Hell yeah. no, nah, I would never. And I was a nigga. I'd have lost my damn life. Really? Uh, so yeah. Um, that was Nene's dream. It was so much that happened uh, with, La- with Larry Reed and Nene Lee's. Another thing that she talked about was um, Brett's, Brent's uh, sickness. I was so surprised. That's something that a lot of um, news outlets and and, um, and pop culture um, art, uh, editors and stuff would have probably loved to get that exclusive interview and to find out, you know, what happened. And she was really candid. I mean, big time, more than what I thought she was going to be. You know, because one of the first questions that he spit out about Bravo and Housewives, it seems like she was very, uh, you know, like hesitant on answering it. Or uh, so I thought, you know, that the the interview was going to be uh, wishy-washy, like some questions I plead to fit on and some questions I'm going to answer. But for the most part, she answered just about everything. Larry said, um, she said, you can ask me anything. I'm an open book. Right, what she said. And, and he did. He did. She said. She said she was gonna answer everything, but she said he answer. could ask everything. Right, that's true. Nini will hit you with that too. She sure would have hit him with that. Well, when you know when I do interviews, I always say I'm an open book. So it doesn't matter if I'm doing you or Kelly and Ryan out in New York City. The deal is I'm an open book. You can ask me anything you want to ask me. I don't have to answer. So there's no need for us to go back and forth over the questions. You know what I mean? You can ask us a child and answer today. Now go. And we're going on to the next question. You know what I mean? So I always just say is I'm an open book. So let's just talk about whatever you want to talk about. It's not a big deal to me. You know, so whatever anything else you want to talk about. But um, she talked about a lot of shit. So she said Brent called. It was so scary the way she said Brent called. Um, she said Brent called her like no, no, talking no. with his tongue. Mm-mm. She said, "Oh Yoni, her, right Yoni, her boyfriend called her and said that we're gonna um, play it. That's why right. I was trying to get bit tidbits bits and pieces. Oh right, but go ahead. Of it. Yeah. Son, mm-hmm. he ran. He ran the lounge. Mm-hmm. So when he he got sick, and what was mm-hmm. it? Officially, they said he had congested he had congested heart failure and a stroke. At the same time, mm-hmm. it was very hard. What was, okay, take me to the day you got the call. So I didn't actually get a call. I was in my garage, and Yanni, who you met, uh, came in and said, "I just got a call from Brent, and he said he's sick, but it sounds like he's playing a joke with me on the phone." But I'm gonna walk on over to his house, and I said to him as he's walking out, "I said, why would you think he's playing?" I remember he said a couple of days ago he didn't feel good, and he had told me a couple of days ago that he didn't feel good, and so I called him. And when he answered the phone, I said, I put Brent on the phone and he was saying, this is Brent, like that. And I was like, oh my God, something is wrong. And Yanni thought they were playing. He thought it was Brent and his roommate playing, you know, with him on the phone. And I hung up and, you know, because we live across from each other. So I started running to his house and that was the stroke. He was slurring. So we couldn't really understand what he was saying. And once we got to his house, he was on the floor. And he's a big guy. And so Yanni couldn't get him up. His roommate's a smaller guy. He couldn't get him up. And um, he was, we, we had to call the ambulance. You saw that. Yeah. But, you know, I really would have thought in a situation like that, I would have just been freaking out. But I was really calm. You know, I was, he was freaking out. So 
I had to be calm because Brent was, you know, y'all gotta, you know, help me. And he was just all over the place with speaking and trying to get up and couldn't get up. And I'm on the phone with 911, you know, asking for an ambulance because we can't get him up. And I've never called an ambulance before. You know, they told me it was going to be about an hour before they could get there. I can't never heard of that before. And I called them back another time and they said to me, we don't have any ambulances right now. Whoa. And I was like, really? I've never heard of this before. Yeah. I called them like three times and finally they were like, we have someone that'll be there in 15 minutes. I was like, what kind of mess is this? There's no ambulance. Right. Stop calling that damn man. That. He might be like the call. He might. He might <laughs> like to be All called it. Through the pussy. Um. Right. But yeah, he said. And Nene, you know what? Nene went into um mother mode. Nene went into Lanithia Nene leaks because she said. She said she told Yoni, "Why would you think he playing? Okay, look, don't play with Brent. Don't think Brent playing. Don't try Brent. That is Nene baby. Okay, she don't play by Brent." Okay, she may not give a fuck too much about stealing ass Bryson. I just died a little bit but, um, But she loved the last little bit of Greg that she has, is what I feel like. I feel like it's the last little bit of Greg that she has. And that's the that's youngest her baby. piece of Greg. Yeah, that's her baby. And Greg has a lot of sons who look just like Greg. Um, I just be looking at them like, damn, Greg looks like he just peeled a piece of his skin off and you just grew like a tree. Because he got a couple sons that look just like his ass. Hey, none of them, unfortunately. None of them. None of them. But Nene, um, Nene talked about that. She talked about, um, you know, Brent and it was just it's, it's really crazy because um, she she said and we heard about this already uh, through the media that Brent actually owns the lounge so it was Greg and Brent's idea and it was in partnership with Nene because we're going to use Nene's name but when Greg died, it became a Nene and Brent thing right now she was considering you know giving it up selling it um, and now she's really considering his it. venture, his business venture. Right now she's really considering it because from what Nene said, and Nene is being um, candid, but at the same time she's holding back. She in, in, she's still holding back because she she's kind of brushed over yeah. the fact that, that Brent is bad off. It seems as if she was saying that Brent is um, not doing as well as people may think he. Months after my husband passed. Right. And that's so all you're going to keep the lounge? Like your new baby? No, I would love to sell the lounge. The reason why I would, it's, it's a long recovery for him. And it's a lot on me to do. I have to be there. And I'm there regardless. But it is a lot. It's just a lot. And I need Brent. Brent is, I got in this business with my husband and my son, mm -hmm. right? And my husband's passed on and my son is sick. I don't want to run the business without them. Mm -hmm. You know, this was for us to do together. And I wish that Larry would have um, delved into that a more. little bit more into that, right? Because right. I know that it's a little personal and he probably tried to stray away from that just to keep it cordial with her. But I do want to know, <coughs> excuse me, I do want to know the status of his health. Like right now, is he, he's on the mend? Did he, um, well, did you not hear what she said? She it's going to be a long recovery is what she, she said. She said it's a serious recovery. Like this is really serious. She already put out there that he had to learn how to talk. She said this is going to be a real recovery. Or well, yeah, my like grandma that. had a stroke and she had to learn how to walk again. When she learned how to walk again, it was like inching. It was a stroke and a heart, heart attack, attack at the right. same time. That is scary. And when they got over there, she said they couldn't even move him. He was so big. And they they didn't have an ambulance available. I'm just like, 
I totally believe that Nene probably stay way out in an in a uh, newly built area. No, of she Georgia. live in a condo now. And it's probably way out somewhere. It's and no Nene telling said we where live it right is. Right across from each other. So right. No, I think it's Buckhead. It's, it's probably Buckhead far or something out like that. Because and I think what she did was no she probably moved into for an hour. That's too much. That's got to be far off somewhere. Or Roswell or something like that. But um, I just think that I think that Nene probably moved into one of them buildings that her boyfriend owned. She get a discount. I'm gonna be like Cardi B. If I see you and I don't speak, that means I don't f you. Okay, girl. Well, maybe so. Maybe I'm so. just playing. I don't know um, if you own builders or not, but I was just saying. Right. <laughs> um. And another thing. Um. So. So yeah. She said she's gonna sell the Lanithia Lounge. She said that. Um. You know, Brent has a recovery process, uh, basically, and um. And that's it was given that she was saying, you know, I can't run this lounge alone and have Brent and help him through his recovery process. Months after my husband passed. Right. And so are you going to keep the lounge? It's like your new baby? No, I would love to sell the lounge. The reason why I would love, it's, it's a long recovery for him. And it's a lot on me to do. I have to be there. And I'm there regardless. But it is a lot. It's just a lot. And I need Brent. Brent is, I got in this business with my husband and my son, mm -hmm. right? And my husband's passed on and my son is sick. I don't want to run the business without them. Mm -hmm. You know, this was for us to do together. Um, another right. thing Nene kind of got into is the pizza man, the pizza shop man. I was so surprised that she went all the way back and was well, telling Well, Larry us, said that. He was, he was talking about the, the right. few people we've seen her dating on the show. It's been about two, three people. Oh, of really? course, Greg, the pizza man, and um, probably one other person. I can't remember who it was at the moment. But, but she said, you know, he owned a few... Um, the hell is in it? Tastes like tap water. He owned a few um, pizza shops, a friend of a friend, whatever, blah, 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 blah. She discussed the Claudia Jordan shit. Um, you know, she said she just be shooting. You know, they come at her with some bullshit. She just get the shoot. I said, Nene give me, she behind, she be behind a brick wall like, and looking this way. While shooting that way. Shooting that way, looking this way. Because I heard people talking about, you know, Claudia was a great sparring partner, which you go on record to say. Because mm -hmm. I heard people talking about, you know, Claudia was a great sparring partner with you, and that's true, because she's done great in her reads. But you just took it to, <laughs> took it to another level. In the back of your mind, while that was happening, and then after it happened, what were you thinking? I mean, I don't know, because it was so long ago. I just know that um, usually when we're in those kind of battles with people, for me, um, I'm just shooting, you know what I'm saying? I'm, and I'm quick, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of just quick on my feet in situations like that. And I'm just thinking, you know, let, let's get this recession going. You know, let's go. <laughs> Girl, let's go. Because you know this mouth going to be bad. <laughs> what is you thinking? So I don't know. I just, I don't know what happened then. I, all, all these things, I go back and look at them and I'm like, I, I don't even know how I said it. I'm just like quick on my feet. I'm just, okay, that's what I want to know. I'm just saying it. Like, don't give a fuck who she hit, bitch. You get hit, you exactly. get hit. Exactly. Don't give a fuck who she hit, because she'll be like, hit the wrong bitch. That's what it's giving. Uh, another thing that she she said, she was talking about candy. You know, like, I don't have an issue with candy. I don't have an issue with candy. I don't well, Candy understand. got an issue with her. Girl, gone with that. She said the same know. thing about Kenya. I don't have. I don't really have an issue with Kenya at the reunion. I just think Kenya got an issue with me. And Kenya said, girl, stop. It's more. 
but it seems like there's been a thaw. You know, I would have to say that Kenya and I have gotten in a much better place because I have wanted to just snatch Kenya's <laughs> eyes out of her head. You know, I've never really wanted to fight with Kenya. I just think Kenya wants to really? fight with me. Oh, girl, stop. No, I'm serious. You tried I'm it. Serious. Is there a shovel for all this BS in here thrown out here? Um, okay, we're listen. I sat in this seat gonna... before and it was coming from yes. both ends. Okay. Well, Girl, that, and that's the thing. Nene has this thing where she thinks that or she tells herself that and makes herself believe that. But if she don't remember, she came for Candy first. At least that's what they portrayed and that's what they put out there. She did come for Candy first about that damn song because Candy approached Nene about doing the song with Kim. But Kim ultimately, it was Kim's song. So Kim ultimately decided she did not want to do it with Nene. And Nene kind of took um, adverse reaction to Candy on that situation. But that was not Candy's fault. Candy was not the one who made the decision. It was Kim who said she didn't want Nene on the song. So um yeah, I was surprised that Nene was skipping back, jumping around, going here, going there. Um, something else she said that she has tried to reach out to Bravo, have meetings, discuss with them, talk to them. She's open to talking to them. She's reached out and it's been nothing but crickets. Now, the, the lawsuit, where is it at now? Um, we still have some legal things. Uh, do you regret filing it? I have to say, I honestly don't. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The judge ordered it or was that the deal? It was a mutual on both sides yeah. to drop it. And we worked that out through our attorneys. Right. Um, they have not talked to me at all, just being honest with mm -hmm. you. They have not talked to me at all. I have made many attempts to try to, you know, see can we talk and maybe work yeah. through certain issues, but um, it has been crickets. Um, so once again, understandably, like I said, she did make some very um, abrasive comments about yes. this network they were very 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 um possibly debilitating to a lot of the business uh that they could have done at bravo or at uh nbc because to say that somebody is racist is to say that they are in a way anti-semitic or that they are um against minorities which is always gay or mexican or asian or black or whatever all of those things are looked at in a very low light nowadays and they do have very serious consequences as we can see from Kanye West but we'll talk about that later right that's another video for another day which we are going to come to you guys about that soon uh, but yeah I think that Nene definitely owes Bravo an apology uh, unless Bravo settled out gave her a coin on the side or something Nene definitely owes Bravo an apology and um, she did say that they did um, she, she confirmed Zosiak an apology she, she okay, owes yeah. Andy Cohen an apology and you said I don't know about what? if she I don't know if she owes Kim Zolciak an apology for calling her racist Ew. I well we can't say she called her racist well she has before but in the lawsuit she named her in the lawsuit however she named her in this lawsuit she named her in the lawsuit correct um, and you remember Kim was on the Carlos King reunion for all the season one ladies excluding Nene Leakes um, and she said she was going to deal with Nene after um, Nene dealt, after they dealt with Nene. Look, the elephant in the room is, we know that Nene has this lawsuit that's coming out where she alleged a lot of 
things that happened. Um, Kim, your name is mentioned in it. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you can say about that whole situation? I mean, she knows what she's saying is not true in regards to me. That's ridiculous. And she knows it. So I'll deal with her when she's done with them. Right. If Kim dropped her lawsuit or not, I don't know. But uh, Nene spoke very highly of Kim. Um, as you guys may or may not know, some news broke today. Um, shifting gears a little bit. Okay, just a little bit. Maybe we'll go back over to what we were talking about. Just wait. Um, Kim lost her mansion. 2.9, 2.6, 2.5 million dollar home. Something like that. Two Upwards of two million dollars. She lost her home. It went into foreclosure. Um, and Larry was on top of that. That was some hot news right out of the oven. And Larry was able to ask Nene uh, to give her commentary on that immediately. Uh, and Nene said, spoke very highly of her. Uh, here's what Nene said. I'm going to tell you, I used to love to see you and this other castmate interact. And I think it's stellar right now. If a show dropped with both of you guys, everybody's going to watch. And mm -hmm. actually, you and Kim. Yeah, people love me and Kim together. There's no doubt about when we are on, we are on. And when we are off, we are off. And there's no doubt about the fact that we can capture a camera and, and work. Um, so it's on and off again. Um, I think our relationship is just always on and off. And I don't think it has any. I think it. It's weird when you're in the entertainment industry. There's so many people talking and pulling you and saying things. And, and I think that that affects your relationship. Like the people around you, she did. I don't like it. Did you see what she did? She did it. You know, there's so many people in your ear. You I'm going to tell you what I think. I think, I think y'all have real love. Um, I, don't, I don't have... I don't like some of her ways. I'm just being honest. But sometimes, you know, in the entertainment industry, you... You, there's some people that work really well together make good TV and, and probably can make a lot of money together. So we can probably do that part of it and then go home. <laughs> and that's okay. <laughs> so there are some people that you know you can work with really good and then after you be like, they, they know how to do their job and then that's it. Yeah. And they may have to be like that. And that's okay. I think that we would do really good in some television together. But um, I don't know. But it don't sound like any real beef in between you and Cam or you and Cam. It don't sound really No, beef. you know, me, I don't have that kind of beef. I, again, I'm a Sagittarius. I don't know if they have anything to do with it. I will argue with you today, and I'll be okay with you tomorrow, honey. I really ain't got time, child. Once y'all get it off with you. Yeah, once it's over, you know, let's go on and have a drink, honey. It's really not that deep. <laughs> Some people would be holding on for five or ten years. I'm still over here like, girl, when are we going back out for a drink? I'm sure what's interesting. I remember there was a big deal about your house and the roast. Now, mm -hmm. I just saw Jasmine Brand post this before we went live. I don't mm -hmm. know if it's... Um, true, I didn't read it, yeah. but it said that she just lost a foreclosed on her two point six million dollar house. Yeah, they said she's she, it's going into foreclosure. Yeah. It's going to be sold on a, for, a foreclosure or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, and that is that's and I, I like that's that. hard to believe, and I believe that they will fix it. Yeah, before it gets to wherever it's got to go to the sale or whatever, I think that somebody's going to come and rescue her. And somebody's gonna come and rescue her. Yeah. Then they may not come rescue me. Right. But they will come and rescue her. <laughs> so she will be rescued. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will have to work and go get this bread and pay for it. Yeah, Somebody's gonna rescue her. Yeah, yeah, it could be. BravoCon, were you invited? I was not invited. Hold on a minute. You were not invited to BravoCon at all. At all. So the way that Nene is speaking uh of Kim and clearly, you know, steering clear, uh, trying not to uh, say the wrong thing uh, clearly is giving um, ass kisser I mean. no it's giving that she is probably <laughs> in a better place with Kim and Kim probably gets so tired I can hear Kim you know my whole in my head oh whatever know, bitch I'm a movie I'm a movie 
creator. <laughs> you know, I like to create movies. I like to create scenes um, and write movies and write and shit like that. I have a e- very imaginative mind. And so I done played this shit out in my head. And immediately I begin to think Kim probably told her, bitch, I'm so tired of your ass. <laughs> you know, and not in this way, but in a playful way because Kim a scary bitch. Right. Uh, so she got to say what she mean in a playful way. Although she want to say it in a more stern way. Like, I'm tired of you. Like, we in and out of friendships. And that's basically what Nene just said. I don't know if it's really ever off with Kim. You know, because when we're off, we're really off. When we're on, we're really on. But we know how to work and get apart from each other and go on about our separate business. Right. You know, um, same with, I think she said, Kenya. It was good to get Nene's commentary immediately on Kim's OC at losing her house. It seems like um, they're in a better place. I don't know if bravo give a fuck that these women lose everything once they are no longer a part of the franchise i don't really think bravo gives a fuck you know what i'm saying it's kind of heartbreaking because you know they bring all these ratings they bring all this success and the people who are able to be let go lose it all but the people who do the hiring firing never are let go and continue to make money regardless of who they fire and hire right so nene them brings the executives at bravo all this money needing them get fired and it's as if they were used i feel like there should be money all the time which they were used there should not be a 1.2 million dollars per season 2.5 million per season they should should get royalties you're right a royalty check that they get every fucking year a royalty check of at least 500 they play them episodes every damn year right every year they want to be playing season four season three season and these clips stay in the trending moments constantly year round housewives stay trending in gifts and shit you know what i'm saying right they are relevant to the show as a whole they keep reusing them in the show they flash back in the show or whatever and they utilize them as content for further episodes so i think that when they do things like that you're right they should get paid nini said like nini said they she get paid in the seven digits but could be better because they making trillions checks (laughs) you get to the check glee college hill recently um and then all these seasons of of bravo and the other acting Mm -hmm. you have done when what does a Bravo check look like? I know you can't be specific, <laughs> but, I, but what, what does a Bravo check what, look like? I mean, I'm about six, six, seven. They have nice checks. They could be nicer. Are we talking about six, seven? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's six now. <laughs> I mean, like, it's way more than that. One hundred million. <laughs> Millions. Okay. All right. Okay. That's good. Hmm. That's pretty, that's good. Did you ever, be better? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause they they're probably making uh, trillions. Trillions. <laughs> trillions. <laughs> yeah. But that's not everybody now. Everybody yeah. sitting on that platform is not. Yeah. Everybody's not making the same. Yeah. So with let's go. And I understand Bravo's biggest seller is motherfucking Housewives. Let's yeah. not make it any and their thing number that one housewife franchise is housewives, housewives of atlanta. atlanta and the main reason why is we cannot deny it nene leaks. nene leaks it really is it is she's one of the main reasons but candy is number two and number one right now uh but she was number two when nene was there look claudia you want to be the it girl but you ain't got it 
You got an eye, but you are definitely missing the T, boo. Proceed with caution. Um, and you can't deny that both of them are uh, bringing the heat and bringing the smoke. So if they get rid of Nene, they thought about it. If we get rid of Nene, we cannot get rid of Candy. Uh, as long as the show survives, we have to keep Candy around. Uh, I hope Candy takes a mature break before they let her go or uh, tell her we no longer need you for your services, uh, which I doubt that they'll do anytime soon or at all, if if at all. It doesn't stop my flow. The people's champ, that's what it is. I'm people's champ, okay. Um, but I wish Candy would just take a break. I wish she would just take a season off and allow for the SWV show and Candy and the gang to be her thing for at least a year because I would love to see Candy in the Gang season two. And I would love to see another SWB escape, I mean escape show shit. <laughs> SWB and Escape are dropping a new show next year, coming right. next year. Um, and they've already filmed the show. Uh, but I would love to see uh, another escape show. I would love to uh, see another Candy in the Gang and Candy take a break. Even while Portia is taking this break, I would love to see Portia Family Matters type of show again, except for let's see Portia takes a trip to Nigeria with simon okay for seven back days. to africa bitch yes for like 13 episodes you know what i'm saying let's see her get her 13. shit together yeah like 13 episodes 13 nah, 14 babe, episodes like nine okay seven. well no nine no let's get Portia like 12 episodes 11 episodes she only had six episodes of Portia's family matters right. seven but that's because they got the fight i feel like uh <laughs> she would have had as many they as cut production it's over with we're like not doing it uh but yeah Oh, um, Larry did ask Nene what she thought about. Did we already talk about this? King is saying she wanted to bring her back. Oh yeah, I talked about that first. That was one of the first things oh, I said. Okay. And she, what do you wanted to say about that though? Nothing. I was just saying that um, Nene was basically saying that was for TV. I'm sorry, right? It was, Nene was basically saying it was just for it's for shits and giggles. That's what she do for to make sure her check good. But I don't know if Nene really was trying to put it off like that. I think Nene respected. Kenya uh, saying that but then again it was like a downplay. Nene don't try to downplay this girl having your back now. You know when I your money I uh, having your back respect is, that shit. Having your back is, is Nene really... has to humble herself and apologize for what she said. I think if she completely humbles herself the Jews are forgiving. They will forgive her um, and they will accept her back in like they did Nick Cannon. I think that Nene can be accepted back if she does a public apology. The only thing she knows is that with a public apology, um, the amount that I get paid may go down because now they're going to try her. You know what I'm saying? You right. publicly admitted that uh, you said we were racist and we weren't racist. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So um, that may be the only thing she's a bit worried about that, you know, if I apologize publicly, I can't get paid $2.5 million. And Nene probably refuses to come back to the show and get paid less than Candy. But you know they're gonna She's try. She's gonna it. have to. They're gonna give her less than candy for at and least Kenya. No, not less than Kenya. Oh, you don't think so? You oh, think no. just less than candy? Yeah, they won't take her two tiers down. They'll take her one tier down. Right. One tier. Just to you don't try think to teach her, her lesson. Candy's level. Not when she come back. They don't wow. need her that bad, as you can home. see. But you're right, and you know what? They don't need her that bad. Um, you know, like 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 Funky said, you never want to show a motherfucker that that they can do it without you. Because once you showed a motherfucker that they can do it without you, then you basically kind of fucked up now. And also, when you Funky, need that person. Right. Like Funky was talking about his show that he had on um, VH1 commentating on love and hip hop. He lost that job because 
he was talking shit about VH1 in those same reviews. Right. He was saying, VH1, y'all motherfuckers need to get y'all shit together. Blah, 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 blah. And you can't bite the hand that feeds you. So that's kind of where Nene is at this moment. And yep. she's and she, done she, She's learning the hard way. Uh, and it's so unfortunate. It's so unfortunate because, uh, like she said, she, she kind of... Uh, she kind of revealed in a way she revealed um what she is going through or what she feels like okay in a way she said somebody gonna come rescue her as if to say kim is white she'll be rescued <laughs> somebody will come and give her a job give her a gig well i think that is what she was trying to get at come help me out and that would make sense as to why she was calling sharae a glorified teacher's pet because what she's saying is sharae already planted that seed there after Kim was after she already knew that Kim was on the house with her um bank in her house and she needed money. So Sheree was saying, I'll bring back Kim. Right. So now we can bring her back and she can get a check, a six figure check right. on the show and keep her damn house. And I wouldn't be surprised. Don't be surprised if Kim is spotted filming with them um coming up. You know, Kim might have to go back to her roots. And Nene may have to humble herself and go back to her roots. But it's so unfortunate when Nene say that she's reached out to them and it's been nothing but crickets. Um, they have not talked to me at all. Just being honest with you. They have not talked to me at all. I have made many attempts to try to, you know, see can we talk and maybe work through certain issues. But um, it's been crickets. They're not yelling back. They're not responding. They don't want to do work with Nene unless she can go live she needs to go live on her youtube she needs to go live on her instagram she needs to openly dis discuss what she felt and, and apologize that leads me into something else that she said nini and along with what jay was saying not biting the hand that feeds you nini said you know she's learned in these streets in these hollywood streets that you can't keep it a hundred you know it's so hard because her and larry was saying how they keep shit a hundred keeping it a hundred is the thing the thing keeping it a hundred and nini was saying she's learning now you know in these streets ain't no keeping it a hundred you know what i'm saying it's more so keep it 75 you know and sometimes <laughs> she said you can go 80. you know what i'm saying uh one of the things i say to my team around me is i love to keep it 100 but i have learned being in this industry that you have to keep it about 75. Whoa. you can't keep it 100 because 100 is too much for some people so you just have to keep it about 75 and sometimes don't have an opinion or keep your opinion you know very mediocre I mean, so I don't keep it 100 now. I keep it 75. Now, when we're at home, I keep it 100. <laughs> it's the truth is because there's a lot of people out here who don't want to see you win. So you might keep it about 75. Every now and then go to 80, but then you bring it on back. <laughs> right. I totally agree with her. You know, she's learning the hard way that I can't keep it all the way real because everybody can't goddamn take, take it. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's so unfortunate that in them Hollywood streets, when you are a celebrity, you have to put on a lot of fake smiling. Yeah, you have you to do. put on a lot of fake smiling. That's why a lot of these boys who are hip-hop rappers stay isolated and stay um, in isolation. One of the people that came to my mind is Jay-Z. Jay-Z don't really... He could be going to any... Uh, famous people event he want to go to him and but Beyonce. I really think he too street to even be in the presence of some of these motherfuckers because yeah, they interpret like, his actions have, the wrong he way. He too street to be. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? He, if he was standing there when that nigga kissed Beyonce damn near on the lips, uh, Ghostface, um, Ghost or whatever, hard damn near kissed Beyonce on the lips. There you go. Then he's gonna go over to Beyonce. Watch this. So, people are not liking that. They're not liking the double kiss. Man, I'm. 
telling you it would have been a fight right there. Do you hear me? <laughs> it would have been a fight right there. I'm pretty damn sure Beyonce or Jay Z has checked. He knew the fuck he was doing. He been wanting to kiss Beyonce. He said yeah. that's the closest I'm ever get. So I'll take him. that. Mm-hmm. He's sneaky, and he give me he the type that'll take your bitch. He give me that all oh, yeah. over him. He will take. I'll he take will your steal bitch. your bitch. Watch me take your and bitch. laugh in your face <clears throat> about it. And do that bitch wrong. And have somebody bending you over. Uh-uh. Stop it. <laughs> and you sit there. He is not gay. Somebody bitch. Are you gay? How you gonna ask me a question like that? How did you marry a woman? And then turn around and let a man bend you over. Ain't nobody bending me. Oh, so, so you doing the bending. Is that what it is? That's who she was talking to, though. I know, but he ain't gay, though, for real. No, he not. He's fine as hell, though. I do think he a little bisexual. 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 I do, because him and Tank are Maybe I'm serious. Him and Tank are like brothers from another mother. (laughs) Oh, you mean they booty I said brothers from another mother because butter, 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 that's that's dicks swarming together. So they booty bandits. That's what you're saying. They dick bandits. Uh Uh-uh. They kiss They kiss (laughs) Put your head on my head. Put your shaft on my shaft. <laughs> That's hunch. <laughs> um, but no, that is what Tank and Omari Hard would give me. They probably not gay though. Let me not call these men gay. Anyway, uh, yeah. So Nene did say that that you know you gotta keep it a little backwards. In you can't the keep it a buck. You gotta keep it a, yeah, a, a gotta duck, bitch. You gotta be some other shit. <laughs> Here, baby. Okay, yeah, that was something she talked about. Uh, Nene, Larry asked her about her favorite gospel song, gospel singers. Uh, one of the gospel singers, the main gospel singer, that everybody who's not really a church goer, who's not really into the church, who does not really, who not, um, you know, Larry and other people have bigger and better words to use. I don't know the proper words to use, but you know what I'm saying? I don't want right. to say no relationship with God. They do have a relationship with God. I don't want to knock nobody's level of their relationship, but I just feel like people who, like people who not deep in their relationship with God, who who um, don't constantly seek out in all that they do, seeking knowledge and to be better in Christ, in that's, God. That's being righteous. You know what I'm saying? So that's what you mean. That not everybody I guess, is yeah. righteous. People, people like can that, be religious, but not righteous. I guess that's, I guess. But people because being like righteous that, is to seek God in all that you do and everything and to understand that he is your, your Lord, your Savior, and he is, you understand what I'm saying? Right. So like, you know, like, like people know get, who God is, but they don't. It's not the same level of, of, of. Um, I can't explain. Like, I would, I would say, like, um, it's not on a, on a, like an intimate, level. another realm. It's right, not it's on, more a, on a, it's a, more on a surface realm, more on a, um, right, on a first level realm, like right. a church brain realm. You get what I'm saying? Like, I go to church and I only know what the preacher taught me and what the Bible say. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know another way to explain it. Even Jay can't find the right words, but you know what I mean? Um, people like that will typically choose Yolanda Adams, Kirk Franklin, C.C. Winans. You know, they the household, Dunning Clerkin, yeah. the household names, songs that come on secular um, and mainstream. B103 you know, on Sundays. Sundays and then exactly. Then, right. Of course, speak to my heart. And That's I'm walking, I'm right. walking, Mary, Mary. I'm became walking. A household name. But Nene said Yolanda Adams um, and then Leandra Johnson was another person that she loved and then Shirley Caesar was another person that she loved. Mm-hmm. It 
I want to ask you, since you are a person of faith, um, what is your, who is your favorite gospel artist? Oh, my favorite gospel artist. I love Leandria. Let me think. I would say Yolanda. I really like her a lot. She came down. Yeah, she sung at my husband's repast. And I just love her. And she's always in my inbox, inboxing me, you know, how you doing? Are you okay? You know, I see this is a beautiful picture. I love her. And so we flew her in for his repass and she brought the house on down. Is Isn't I, she great? I texted her right her voice before. is amazing. I texted her before we started the interview. I said, make sure you watch. And I didn't know y'all had a connection. She didn't yeah. tell me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's but She will say, yes, I was there for Nene when Greg passed. Yeah, yeah. She is such a great representation yeah. of the gospel yeah. music industry. That was really good to know. Um, you know, being that we do the Sunday Flow show here and we do Real Housewives of, of Atlanta. It was a great combination. Even Larry doing this whole video. Um, like, I'm just, I feel like I did it. That's how excited I am um, uh, for Larry doing this video. It feels like I did the video and it makes me feel like if Larry can do it, I can do it. And I'm not far away from being able to do um, big and better things, uh, bigger and better things like Larry do for his channel. Um, but when people say stuff like, like Kiki White, when she just said on the uncensored um, preview, she just said, who, who, "What is the artist that you would that you've always wanted to work with?" She said, "Oh my gosh, Dorinda Clark Cole. If really? I could sing with Dorinda Clark Cole, that would just be like heaven. Well, if 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 heaven was here, then it would be like <laughs> get, get <the laughs> right up under it. <laughs> wow, wow. And you know what? That that's probably a lot of people would be saying Karen Clark Shear, but a lot of people have turned their ears on to Dorinda when Dorinda was not being heard." the way Karen and Twinkie was being heard because their sound was just different and on another level. So people were seeking sounds that were similar or better. So LaShawn Pace, Twinkie and Karen, Lucretia Campbell, uh, Taryn and Ramsey, if you wasn't up there singing like some of these people, um, although they weren't um, all over the radio and shit, uh, but if you weren't up there singing like some of these people, then you weren't really being heard. And Dorinda, uh, was I guess it was too many Clark sisters in their ear back then, so they weren't able to really hear Dorinda. But she didn't get as much hype as Karen and Twinkie. Dorinda came out with her first album really late, so it just makes me feel really bad for Karen because people tried to come on here and come for me when I was saying Karen Clark Shears' voice is dwindling. People were really coming for me, and I understand that Karen even Clark Karen Shears would say that she does not, she cannot the sing the same. They were really coming for me, and anybody that know me that truly know, we never said she not didn't Rico sound Bellucci, good, but, but Justin, the real me, for real, for real, bitch. Anybody that know me know the number one, my number one female singer, bitch, is Karen, Karen Clark this year. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, it was. Who no, is it now? Not. No, it's Tony. No, it's I said female. Oh, you said female. Right? Female. Okay, so then yeah, oh, Karen oh, Clark. Oh, my number one singer. It's Leandria for female right now. Entire. It's Leandria. Yeah, it's Leandria. Oh, but what? What? Oh my God, it's Leandria number one. Kiki, I love Kiki, but Leandria is number one. It's Leandria, Karen, Kiki, then Kim Burrell, then Dorinda. But the lady can sing better than everybody he just named, okay? Yes. Okay, but we ain't gonna talk about that. That's for another day. Nene Leakes probably wasn't gonna talk about that, but Nene, uh, Kim Burrell has been in Nene um, Lounge. I think she came for the funeral as well, if I'm not mistaken, but I don't think she got around to saying Kim Burrell. She named Yolanda Adams, and she named um, Leandria Johnson and Shirley Caesar. Um, and she also um, named a couple of bishops that have influenced her in her entire life. So she talked about the Athens church that she grew up in. But she talked about a person that I always talk about here at the Urban Bench and on the Sunday Flow show here at the Urban Bench. 
is uh, Bishop Eddie L. Long. Representation yeah. of the gospel yeah. music industry. So your favorite gospel preacher or favorite and favorite gospel song? My favorite preacher? You know, I've had some preachers <laughs> that I really liked. Okay, so I would say this. So when I was growing up and going to Hill Shopper Baptist Church back in Athens, Georgia, the pastor would be preaching and preaching and preaching. And at the end of the service, I don't know what he preached about, right? <laughs> so when I got to Atlanta and went to Mars Brown College, um, um, Bishop Eddie Long oh. had buses to come over to our campus and pick us up to take us to his church yeah. out in Latonia. And so, of course, we all would get on the bus and go. And he would preach. This is the first time I really understood the Bible. He would preach and then he would teach the Bible. Mm. Like, this is what he's saying. Mm. And that's the first time I started understanding. Wow. Right? All this time I go to church, I don't know what they were talking about. <laughs> because I felt like Bishop Eddie Long had a teaching ministry. Yeah. So he broke it down for us. So I used to really like him a lot yeah. for that reason. And and then that changed. Right. <laughs> okay. It was very shocking to hear her, like all of this coming together, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Sunday Flow Show, Bishop Eddie Long. It was just like, okay, if you don't do commentary on this, what the fuck else are you doing with your channel? You know what I'm saying? So it was really good to hear her say that because I'm like, okay, she put everything into what's the word, perspective, or right. she kind of brought everything to light for me. So if you guys go back and watch my Sunday Flow Show or go look at my review of Honk for Jesus, a lot of my videos, a lot of my Urban Being Sunday Flow Show, I have discussed growing up at New Birth and how much I know New Birth, how much I know Bishop Long, blah, 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 blah. Um, and I remember I recently just said that we used to stand along the walls. Nene said a bus used to come pick them up at Morris Brown College and bring them to the church. So then I was like, you know what? That's why we couldn't find any seats. It's because all those college kids was in there taking up every damn seat and Bishop Long ended up probably getting a loan or something to get a bigger church because there were so many people in the church. Probably, I don't know, but it makes sense. Nene was in college. She said they would pick her up from Morris Brown College. It was no way she was at Morris Brown College when we were at the new New Birth. It's no way possible. Right, no, I think she was no, not. It's no way possible. Because She's you said that the, the, the old New Birth, well, it was too old New the Birth. Old the New old New Birth would have been the, in Latonia. But, that, right, that but was now the, it's Snap Finger, Georgia. It's right. snap, was snap Finger, Georgia or something like that. So, but it would have been considered Latonia back then. Right. Back then, she said in Latonia, Georgia, unless it was a slip of the tongue, but that would have been considered Latonia, Georgia, really. I think now it's Snap, snap Finger, uh, Georgia, or it's Redan, Georgia, um, that area. Anyway, uh, it just, I just kind of thought about that. Okay, I'm trying to hurry the fuck up because I know Jay wants me to hurry the fuck up. Another thing no, that, I, I didn't say, oh my God. Another thing that Nene talked about was her beef with Tamar Braxton and all I could think about was with Marlo no I'm just playing with Marlo I'm just playing she didn't say she you really hate Marlo Jay is a hater no I do not I'm just fucking with her cause she keep fucking with candy bitch don't come for candy anyway she did say she would have candy she said candy is Atlanta so why not why not but she did uh, people was asking her about Tamar 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 and I'm just like wait the fuck a minute what the fuck happened she said it's too much to even delve dwell delve whatever the word is delve into like she's not even about to slice and dice everything that has happened with her and Tamar and I was just gagging like oh my god what happened with Tamar and Nene so what happened with Tamar um, I don't know what happened with Tamar. So don't know, do the, <clears throat> I don't have no I don't have any issues with Tamar I honestly don't know what happened to her hmm what I do know is, uh, I honestly don't know what happened to Tamar. I'm just being for real. The little stuff that I did here, it's just too petty to talk about, honestly. Right. I don't have an issue with her. Um, she was at my event um, last year, this, mm -hmm. this year. Mm -hmm. she's, she's dope. <laughs> I'm just sitting over here listening. <laughs> what I do? You, you're funny. <laughs> 
I didn't say that without saying anything. Okay, he said that because that's it. What's the next question? Like? Pretty women. Yeah. Man, I, I love to. You know these black women. You know, listen. I don't know what to tell you, a baby. <laughs> Literally, Tamar is a little nini. What the fuck? Like, I, I need her to get more into that and tell us what happened with that. Um, because that was a gag. I really don't know what happened. Maybe House of Aaron or somebody could let us know in, in a video of Kim Pye or something. Or maybe I should go do my research and look it up. But I did not know those two fell out. But I'm pretty sure the blogs will be all on top of this tomorrow. Larry Reed has really uh, slashed the internet with Nene Leaks in this interview. Yes. Uh, they really did. I mean, it's going to be everywhere by the time we wake up in the morning. People are taking their clips right now and already posting them on you Instagram. Know it. So you better know that uh, these youtube channels and et and all of them are going to be taking everything she said and andy cohen will be watching larry for the first time you better believe that ah, right. larry and whoever over at oh true, definitely he true watched original it. a lot of executives a lot of um top dogs are really about to watch larry and he did the damn thing he knew exactly what the fuck he was doing and god Indeed. is so good he ended up running into them inside of a grocery store uh yoni and he ended up telling him like don't you date uh, Nene and he's like, yeah, Nene is right over here, actually. And boom, you know, they click. And I'm pretty sure Nene told, I mean, I'm pretty sure Larry paid Nene a good ass fucking amount because once he did. Again, I'll let you guys know if you don't remember, Larry brought the, bought this microphone. And, and Larry paid the hell out of carry on. Right, he sure did. If you look up the price of this microphone, uh, Larry didn't know me from a can of paint uh, and bought this microphone. We only knew each other via social media and uh, dropped me the full amount uh, for this uh, microphone when that's not even what I was asking for. Uh, but just randomly dropped me the full amount for this uh, microphone. And if you look up this microphone, this microphone, the most expensive one that, that this brand has is what this one is, okay? So uh, I think so. This is the most expensive one that Sure has, right? Yeah, for the type of microphone that you have. Right. Here. So, um, anyway, I don't know what happened with Tamar and um, Nene. I would love to know about that. Nene also said she would love to have a talk show. Um, and it was so sad to hear Larry keep talking about do it for yourself. It seems like Nene's face was giving um, what you're saying is foreign. You know, Larry constantly saying, don't you think you can do it by yourself? Well, do you think you can do it by yourself? It seemed like, oh my God, when I tell y'all, like I, I be reading deep and I may be off sometimes with my readings and my uh, discernment and stuff. But what I got from it, you know, and I'm not going to even knock myself and say I'll be off because sometimes, a lot of times I'll be right on a profit type of level. So in her face, she was looking like, it was like a, a, a blank face as if it what larry was saying was foreign to her like huh do it on my own how how do it on my own how the fuck can i do a talk show on my own <laughs> somebody said nene needs her own production company i can see that what are your thoughts on having your own production company my thoughts are you know yeah sure mm, okay is that then do any part of you think it's connected to the bravo situation um i won't answer that okay do you think you can do it on your own? Um, I think so, but as long as there's no one, you know, behind the curtains right. pulling all these different strings, right. um, I have a lot to say. And um, people, Jay say this all the time. 
you don't understand that people don't think the way you think. You just think, and I tell Jay that sometimes, um, but it's crazy that we say it to each other for two different reasons, um, but the words are the same. But he has told me, she has told me this plenty of times that I have this mind that this strong faith, like this faith that God is going to do it and God is going to do it. And I get aggravated when people don't feel that way and their stress is burdening me. And you know what Juanita Bynum said recently? That it can be arrogant to um, feel like somebody should be on the same level that you are on in God. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's kind of arrogant. So I don't want to be arrogant and making nobody feel that way. Baby, you can go out of here, baby. But that's another thing um, that I wanted to say. That Bishop Long, um, and I said this before, no matter what a person is going through, you can't knock their bringing people to Christ you know people just need to get their mind together and understand that he was anointed no matter what he was accused of or no matter what he settled out um, for he was anointed and I say this all the time and Nene is just she literally just primed example my shit the fuck out like she said he was the one that taught her you know when she wasn't interested in the shit he really preached it and taught the word to her and that's that's good to know you know i felt like it was confirmation that's another thing larry was saying that there was this thing where they wanted to show nini as the villain and i totally did not agree with that i do not <gasps> think that i do not think that bravo had this thing of showing nini as the villain i do not agree i don't agree baby I don't think they were purposely trying I to make her look Candy, like the but villain. Let me just say this. Let me just give one instance. Oh my god! When they did that whole thing in Greece of telling the story, me and Cynthia are going to act out how a Kenya and Nini situation would go. She just didn't want to receive it because it's coming from me. Actually, I will be playing the role uh, <laughs> of Nini Leakes. <laughs> Bring the heat, baby. Get the award, <laughs> Emmys, honey. All right. And I'm going to be Kenya Moore. <laughs> well, you know, I am an actor, baby. As well as them showing behind the scenes they do not they hardly ever show production they only did it twice that season. they tried to, okay and they did it when nini season. and kenya was fighting and they showed production as if nini was the problem during that, that whole thing and then they also showed production when she said she was gonna get up and go to the bathroom and flush herself down the toilet bye so i do think that they purposely did portray her as the villain not to say she didn't do anything to antagonize the situation with production but i think that they were trying to make her seem more difficult or more of the villain than any other tom dick and harry like kenya getting her ass up in greece and walking the fuck storming off because she don't want to hear what marlo got to say about her when they was putting the crown on each other head but right now you are amazing but but I'm gonna say and I don't I'm done. I'm done. Back up. Stop. 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 So Kenya got up and stormed off set, and then he said that. Kenya got up and stormed off set. Nobody made a big deal out of that. It was nothing. It was just as if Kenya got upset. But when she closed her goddamn laptop on the reunion, everybody wanted to make a big deal out of that. And it's no different. She was just at home. She closed her laptop. You're cheating on me. I don't see Nene anymore. It sounds like you were not difficult to work with at all. No, I didn't mind saying whatever they say want me to say. Um, I think 
I personally don't think I was difficult. I think what they they wanted people to believe is that I was difficult to work with. And I think that if you were on set, you would be surprised at the ones that are the difficult ones. Well, the one thing you did that made that helped it make look like that mm-hmm. was when you said and you closed down that, right. that laptop, what was happening in your mind? Um was season was at 12, I think. I, I'd have been through a lot. Uh, you're being attacked by everybody and gamed up by every, um, from everyone. Uh, that's never okay to me. Um, and you have a person that's like, if you're running an interview and you see all these people are ganging up, you're supposed to do something, right? And I felt like I just wasn't protected. It was no need for me to stay in the interview with being attacked by everybody. And then uh, I think the final straw was they brought on a person into the reunion that was not a part of the cast, that didn't have a contract, that we'd never done that before. Like, I just didn't think that was fair to do. And so I think I feel like people made a big deal out of me closing the laptop. And well, the thing is, how many girls get up and walk off the set at the reunion? It was the same. It's the same thing. I was at home, so I closed the laptop. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't get up and walk off a set. I was looking at a computer. So girls walk off the set all the time. They walk off crying. They storm off and don't come back, or they come back later, and then they say, "We'll take a break and we'll be right back." I mean, the person storms off. I mean, it was no different. And then people like, "You closed the laptop." Like, girl, shut up. I mean, people walk off set. Yeah, you know, and I'm not saying. I always felt like I was held to a different standard. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to say that, but I, Mm -hmm. I don't want it because I don't say how much I love you, and Mm -hmm. and I. And I, and I just, I, I've always yeah. liked it from day one. But right. if you were wrong, I would say that. I would, yeah. I would say, I think that at that. But I, it just looked It like, was the same as anybody walking off a set. You know, yeah. we went on set, it was COVID. Yeah. So we right. we were on laptops and we closed it. Looked, it really looked like you were made the villain. Strategically. Thank you. Right, that's true. She, they did. They did bring that up. I don't think that the closing of the laptop was that serious. I do not think it was that serious. And I don't even think it was serious enough to be a buy a moment or anything. I don't think it was serious enough to even bring up. And I don't think it made Nene look bad at all. I don't think it made Nene look bad at all. Um, They tried to make her look bad because of that. But I just don't understand why her and Yovana fell out and what happened off camera that made them two fall out so bad that she didn't want her at the Bitch, damn reunion. what happened between Yovana and Nini was that Yovana, big lying ass, could never admit to the fact that she recorded Cynthia. She never admitted to that. She kept making it seem like Nini was crazy at the end of the day when they was at the reunion and all that shit. I don't know what Nini's talking about. It wasn't me. And then when they was in Toronto, she was saying, uh, when Portia asked her or Kenya asked her, whoever, whichever one it was, is the person here tonight that recorded Cynthia. And um, she said, <laughs> I'm not going to speak on that. When Candy directly asked her, were you the one that recorded Cynthia? She said, no. No, I didn't record Cynthia. Who told you that? Okay, wait. Let me ask this question before we go any further. Were you the one that recorded Cynthia? Who said I recorded Cynthia? Nobody said you recorded her. I was asking you were the one that recorded no. her. Okay, great. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, why you had to get to idea like that? I did not tell you up, but when I talked to Nene, she said that somebody had played her some recording of Cynthia that was like a mutual friend, and so I just wanted to make sure that you weren't the spy. No, no spy. No, not at all. It was so, like, bitch. As if you knew who told you. Right. So I think that because she could not own up to what she did, Nene was like, bitch, I'm done with you. I'm not finna fucking deal with you. You a big ass liar because all these girls came down your throat. You're trying to get in this circle, but you record bitches and can't be honest about it. That's true. That's true. 
Um, another thing, Nene threw a lot of shade uh, at Cynthia. She threw um, shade at Sheree. Um, she says Sheree is. He says Sheree is gorgeous. That Sheree is gorgeous. Uh, oh, you think so? <laughs> I would ah, do it. Right. Her and Sheree just don't get along. Like we said, Sheree was one of her number one haters, though, for real. And was. When she said she was just hating on me so bad, she was. She was. And she, she was. She can be around the corner in the alley all day long. Was it your first car repo? Out of the parking lot of Home Depot? Oh, she can't hear that. She was hating on me so bad that she chased me out of the restaurant. This is D. Lying, trifling bitch. Another baby. thing she said, she said, he said, you you and Peter are good friends. You you and Peter are good friends, right? Yes, I actually had dinner with him last night. Bitch, I damn near hit the flow twice. Got back up and hit the flow again. Nene, I ain't got no excuse for this one, honey. Why? You know you want that you, And then he said, what do you think uh, about... Or maybe she um, just admired it. Peter, Peter saying she's a... You know Peter just said she's a queen. She can handle this, that, Oh, yeah, what a nice thing to say. Yeah, those, are the, ni those like, are the nice things you should say. I was like, oh, my God, Nene, damn. You and, and, and uh, Cynthia still going through it like that. Everybody's sitting on that platform is not yeah. everybody's not making the same. Yeah. So with it's good that you checked out and you checked out on Cynthia. Um mm -hmm. but you and Peter were cool. I had dinner with Peter last night. Mm -hmm. Do you think this is what I think? Mm -hmm. To me, they were and this I love this. I love this because you know what you think. Mm -hmm. And I always wanted to know what you thought behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Do you think her and Peter was her best match out of these men that she was with? Out of Mike? I think Peter was a better match. Um, but I don't think they would ever get back together. Yeah. Do you think it's because of our family? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. no, no, no. I think Cynthia makes her own decisions. Mm -hmm. uh, I just don't think that they would ever yeah. get back together. I think they moved on. Yeah. She's gotten married and he's dating someone. I don't see it. I mean, he did call her queen. He says that she's always. Well, I think you know those are the right things to say <laughs> <laughs> when you, you know when you in the press talking. Right. <laughs> queen. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, Cynthia song theme song. The men all pause. The men are. The men when I walk through the. Ain't that funky shit? Nessa girl, I went down to the salon. Nessa girl, I went down. Nessa girl, I went down to the salon. I told her, give me an old nasty piece or short hair, honey, because it's getting hot. Spring is in the air, and my hair is laid like menopause, bitch. The men all pause. Yes, God, honey. So Nene addresses the um, rumors of the suit rumors, you know, that her new boyfriend wife is suing Nene. She said that, you know, she kind of sort of seemingly confirmed it, but she said, look, bitch, don't sue me. You can have his ass back. Right. If that's what it takes. Don't sue me. So, um, she admitted, yes, he's married, but this lady is playing with words and, what's the word? Semantics. She knows that they broke up, but the word and the marriage is still in place. Um, but they are done. Right. And so she's playing with semantics and trying she's to make me look bad. She knows that it's not right, though. It's not right. I just don't know if she has a case. I really don't know if that's considered having a case. But Nene is a damn fool. She said you could have his ass back. Well, hell yeah, bitch, because I ain't finna pay $1.9 million for him. Right. Oh, another thing they she confirmed, a lot of people believe that she has a beef with Carlos King uh, because she wasn't on the reunion show. Not only that, she has not been on his podcast. 
um, along with Candy or Phaedra. Um, but she confirmed there's no issue between her and Carlos King. No issue at all. Child, um, Nene will say ain't no she, issue between somebody. Just she like she sure did will. Candy. She I don't have no will. issue with Candy. She got yep. <laughs> uh-huh. an issue with me. She will. Yes, she will. On the show. Mm-hmm. I never understood why you and Candy didn't get along. Or I, I'm maybe I'm looking at it wrong. Maybe y'all do, but it's just on the show you don't. No, I mean, honestly, I don't have an issue with Candy. I, this is the God honest truth. I really feel she has an issue with me. And, I, you know, I don't want to speak too much about what I think the issue is because I think she has an issue with me. I'm, I'm an original housewife. I feel like that was an issue. Uh, I feel like I was noticed a lot. You know, a lot of people, I'm not saying this. People say it all the time. When we think of the Real Housewives of Atlanta, we think of NeNe. Yeah. And I think things like that didn't sit well with her. Um, because she is competitive. She's very competitive. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not competitive like that. I don't I don't see the purpose. I feel like, um, I don't know, I feel like her issue's with me. I don't have an issue with her. Yeah. I don't know if she... I don't know. Yeah, I understand because I, I couldn't understand it either. And I think she's mm-hmm. great at what she A lot of people, you know, thought that we would get along. I, I don't yeah. have a, if I saw her, I would speak to her. Um, I just don't think she likes my presence. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. Anyway, that's it. Uh, Nene said she got a f- few friends. It seemed like Nene was trying to force Larry to say that he looks up to ATLian because she kept trying to say, I got a question for you. He was like, yeah, what's the question? Do you look up to any YouTubers? He was like, what do you mean? He couldn't even answer the question. Like, right. I I'm, he said, unfortunately, to tell you, I, I don't really, you know, and she was like, OK, well, is there any YouTubers that you watch? And I really, and Michelle ATLian was in the comments. I really think she was trying to, and that's Nene good friend. I think she was trying to get at, you know, is Nene, I mean, do you watch Michelle ATLian and are you inspired by her? Because it definitely, Michelle is the type, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to be talking shit about nobody, but Michelle definitely gives the type uh, big headed, you know, oh, they copying after me. Arrogant. Really, I think a lot of people have been inspired by her. But a lot of people have been inspired by Funky Dineva. Your arch nemesis, bitch. I'm a, more of a fan of Atelian's articles Dineva. than her YouTube. I'm more a fan, more of a fan of her articles than her YouTube. But um, Larry did not name Michelle Atelian at Keep all. Keep typing behind a cubicle, bitch. Really? That what you good at. Um, but um, yeah, Nene, Nene answered uh, a lot of damn questions. Um, she answered a lot of questions. I think Nene and Portia. Uh, should be on uh, Love and Marriage Atlanta. I really do. I think that Carlos King needs to just do a Love and Marriage Atlanta, but he needs to uh, make enough money from the rest of the franchises to be able to pay Nini uh, a starting payment of 1.5 at least. At least. Because the ratings are automatically being snatched he could play it Sundays at 8 p.m. at the same time, and I guarantee you the ratings for Housewives are done. If Portia and Nene get on Love and Marriage Atlanta, Nene, don't be dumb. You better do. Uh, uh, and Shamari. We want Shamari. Oh, 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 bitch. Thank you. Girl, gotta eat. Wait a minute. Them, that would be Cause that bitch is all about good. my marriage. That's, Name somebody else. We, we done. That's it. We ain't got no more topics, y'all. Name one more person. <laughs> no, seriously. This is the last thing. Um, Who, what, name one more couple. No, name like... Okay, we got three couples. Name a good one. Please let it hit hard. 
gotta be somebody that's gonna hit hard like you just thought of that one bitch that just went down three teeth that's like nini up here portia shamari who another couple tanya sam and her husband or no to kind of balance things off or no no i know that he probably would never do this but what about keisha or and gucci Hmm, I don't know, but you know the thing is, Gucci is Gucci too hood. But she Gucci... all about her marriage though, so I think that she, I think right, that. Right, but I don't know if Keisha K or will fight. Fight? Who the hell would they fight on Gucci? I don't want her to no, fight. No, they are fighting on Alabama, bitch. They fighting on Alabama, <laughs> but they fighting over Keisha Martell. K. Or come on, come on, give me another couple. Give me another couple, okay? That's Gucci and Keisha K or I know um, who. Who? Toya and her new husband. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, let's get or, back on TV. Or we can do Tiny and T.I. I'm so tired. I love okay, Tiny well, to Tamika death, but Scott. I don't want to hear nothing about no goddamn Tiny and T.I. no more. Okay, so then Tamika okay. Scott and I don't want to fuck up y'all bag or act like I can't see okay, y'all that's on TV right. no more. We can eliminate but them. We need to do something else with y'all. Okay, Not no more marriage. Them. Y'all, we know y'all in love. Shit. Okay, well, Tamika Scott and her husband. Okay. Or Stephen Hill and Shantae Moore. Ooh, what about Faith? Um, Stevie J? What about... No, I'm talking about... Hell no! I'm talking about Faith. About I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Judge Faith and goddamn um, Kitty okay. Lattimore. Okay, but I don't know if Judge... That, I know Shantae Moore can go there more than Judge Faith. I don't know if Judge Faith has it in her to get feisty. Shantae but we Moore still need has that one person feisty. who is reserved. But and, we need an antagonist like Kenya. We need an antagonist like Kenya. But not really because I don't know what love and marriage is about. I don't know if they do a lot of lady group events. I think No, that they don't. The reason that Melody and whatchamacallit was fighting and Martell and that other nigga was fighting was because of the they love square they got school. going on. <laughs> so, it's like, that's why it's called love and marriage. Because all's fair in love and war. Right. We can do, um, but Phaedra, we need to just do her over in Dubai. Let Phaedra go on over to Dubai. Right. Um, and let her hang out over there. Anyway, yeah, a lot of shit happened at BravoCon. Phaedra was there. Phaedra's in the building. Um, we should do got, Rashida and Kirk. Yeah, Rashida and Kirk. But I didn't say them because they over um, at VH1 and they doing well over there. So if anything, um, they would be the lowest paid. They would be here. the lowest paid, and they would be great. <laughs> but it will be, be. They would be good. Yeah, because they offer their marriage too. Both of but, them. Man, what? Rashida, Kirk, Keisha, Kayor, and Gucci, Shamari Devoe, and Ronnie Devoe. Portia and Simon, Nini and Yoni. That would be a good ass cast. Love and marriage Atlanta. That's five couples. That's five couples. That's a that's like a like these niggas be coming up with their dream team, bitch. Mm-hmm. It's a dream cast. Yes, that would be a very, hang on your wall. very good cast. When you play um, your video games. But there are some <laughs> questions that I wish um Nini would have answered the saddest part of this was her talking about greg like we said we knew we had already discussed that nini probably sold the house because and i think i said this already in my review if you go back on my channel and look at my re, uh the urban bench reviews of nini and some news that broke about nini i said this before <laughs> that nini was probably seeing greg she's so damn funny and she's like uh-uh and she I heard said Greg that. hit his morning. She specifically <laughs> said that when she walked, when she would walk in the door, she would see him standing in the hallway, things like that. So and she called her son and said, "Come home, cause I'm I'm scared to stay here by myself." And the fact that Greg knew all of the past. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, anything. cause I do think that that is something that is. It's sad. It's and sad, she hasn't right? even been able to grieve yet. She her said sp- his spirit is still so attached to hers that she can see him 
um, throughout her life. But I'm laughing because I'm laughing out of in disbelief because I'm like, dang, Nene, I know. And in a way also of Nene's mannerisms, the way that she is, she is just funny without trying to be. So right. if I was sitting in front of Nene and watching her go through this situation, I would be dying laughing because, not because of her discomfort, but because I know that she did ass for real. <laughs> and I just seen Greg walk across my goddamn closet. I gotta get the fuck up out of here, uh-uh. Right. Is that the reason why you sold the house and thinking about selling the lounge to call you well, husband and yours? I couldn't live in the house at all. My house was empty. Nobody was there with me. And I could sit on social media and bed. Oh, I could when not. Time be in that house. So one night I slept in the house. I was up all night long. I called my son and said, you have to come home. And he, he's like, why? I'm like, because I don't want to be in the house by myself. And I just knew then every time I would open that door, I could see Greg like standing there. He would always say when I opened the door, he would say, Nene, is that you? Or he would stand in the hallway. And so every time I opened that door, I always visualized him standing there in the hallway. I just couldn't stay there. Um. So... Uh, that was all that I really had to talk about. I wish Nene would come back. I wish they would go ahead and um, bring um, Love and Marriage Atlanta on. But I really think Carlos is very smart. I think that he is definitely going to make sure that before he dropped that Love and Marriage Atlanta. And, you know, another couple, if we're going to do six couples, let's just go ahead and add Mariah Huck and um, Aiden. Let's just go ahead and add Mariah But then we got too many goody two-shoe uh, couples. We would then have um, and if, Faith and, 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 if and Carlos King do that, And if Carlos do that, Andy need to go ahead and go make uh, Real Housewives of Huntsville. Real Housewives, no of, Real Alabama. Housewives of Alabama. Ooh, bitch, but he got to do all redneck. <laughs> we don't need he that. He got to do all racist redneck. <laughs> no, the fuck bitch. you don't need to do that, bitch. We got enough of them hoes. Okay, well, two black out. women. Just two black women and five and three... Three white women. It's got to be three or four white women. So it can be a meeting. Yes. No, here now. Three black women, four black. I mean, three white women, four white women, and only two black women. Because you know what, Andy be daring their ass to say some racist shit. They just be waiting, waiting on um little skinny men ass bitch, uh drunk bitch to say some racist shit. I would be like she that bitch this close to saying nigger. <laughs> you know, come on, Ramona. Oh, she yeah. this close. She, she got. She be getting so angry. So, I be like, she gonna say it in a minute. Her, her mouth is gonna explode. Nigger, 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 nigger. Bitch. <laughs> Drunk, <laughs> bitch. Anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, hopefully, our um, enthusiasm was up more. You know, like I said in the beginning of this video, I'm trying to help my enthusiasm be up about these videos. I want to get on here like, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing? No, that's just not me. You know, so. I ain't gonna be hollering this shit. I holler right. enough. Except me for who I am. Uh-uh. You know, I'm not coming on here with the loud shit and you know, all the shit. So, you know, I probably do get loud sometimes. Um, we, we still got personality in all. The Urban Bench. This is season six, I think, episode seven. Make sure you guys check us out everywhere podcasts can be played. Uh, the Urban Bench Radio, the Urban Bench Radio, everywhere podcasts can be played. You can listen to uh, all of our videos, all of our shows on the podcast. Also, follow us um, on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and I guess anywhere else we have a social media, uh, at the Urban Bench, at the Urban Bench, everywhere. And also, um, 
hit that subscribe button, hit that bell, and hit that thumbs up. I'm tired as fuck. I've been up since this morning. I was determined to do this video. Let me just tell you one thing. That's this this right here. What today is October 26, 2022. This no, is gonna be the 25th, October 25th, 2022. October 25th, 2022. Well, this is gonna be the last motherfucking day we do that right there. You well, hear me? Because the next time we get up to do a video, we're gonna do our makeup. And, and we're gonna look good screen. and we're gonna do an end screen. We're gonna sit in these goddamn chairs and sit in front of this green screen or stand up or something. And y'all gonna see the same damn end screen every motherfucking time. Cause we're not gonna keep consuming our time with seeing this shit over and over and over again. Not to say we don't care about utilizing the effort because of our business and our promotion of our own platform. But I'm just saying, what is the use of saying the same shit over and over and over and over and over again when it's the same statement? Right. Well, anyway, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Um, make sure you hit that subscribe, hit that thumbs up, and hit that bell. Uh, again, hit that subscribe, that bell, and that thumbs up, please. If One more again. Hear my voice right now. Do it. Do it. Hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe, hit the bell, please. All right. Thank you guys so much. I'm Rico Bellucci. And I'm Jay Bellucci. And um, we're out of here. Bye. Sing in the sky.